0: Talk back Matters, from the Salvos. Lucy is a proud First Nations citizen, and in part two of the interview with her, she shares what life was like growing up as an Aboriginal child in Australia. Um, So I remember, I was actually, I remember, well, Mum and I had a good yarn about it when all the stuff came out about Serena Williams a couple of years ago, and they, they the cartoonist through that kind of gollywog-looking cartoon, and everyone... You know, it was really quite offensive and had her with the big lips and the hair. And I remember thinking to myself, like, it looks, that looks like, you know, it's just quite, it's, that's, that's really offensive. And then I remember saying to mum, have you seen the Serena Williams cartoon? I said, I've been having some, I've been seeing some really robust conversations regarding, you know, how people feel. And mum said, um, don't you remember being at school? And, be, and bringing home the Sambo book. And I said, the what? And she she recalls the story of when I was in year one or two and just a part of your reading homework. Um, I brought home a book um, about Sambo um, and it was the depiction of a gollywog-type figure that um, was quite common back then. And I said to her, I, I, I don't get, you know, why, why you're so upset. And then she explained to me that the history of the Golly Wars and the history of the painting of the black face and and all that kind of stuff. Um, And I said to her, oh, okay. Um, um, And I remember going to school and it was probably within three weeks kids started calling me Sambo um, and that would call me nigger and stuff like that. And I remember one kid saying, um, oh, look, you know, um, holding the book up and saying, here's Lucy, here's Lucy, because I was like the only, was my family was like the only Aboriginal family in the whole school. Wow. Um And um, I remember coming home crying to my mum, and mum saying to me, um, I will never know how that feels, but because you're my daughter, my heart completely hurts. Yeah. And then I remember her saying, but you always remember that you're perfect because God made you. Yeah. So you know there's all my mum always had a way of um you know for us we, we call it complete unconditional love yeah. um that you know i didn't realize how poor we were until we got older and i saw other kids eating mcdonald's and stuff i don't even think we had takeaway till we were like 80 90 <laughs> but i i i said to mum you know like even with the racism stuff and the um and and us living you know five kids on a single parent pension, three of them are boys. So, you know, they never stop eating. Um, I said to her, I don't remember feeling poor. All I remember feeling is love. Yeah. And you know, mum always opened, always encouraged us to talk about my father, about culture, always encouraged us to be kind to people and to, um, you know, um, be accepting of others. And I think that's kind of, um, has worked for all of us, which is kind of why I think we're all in the field of, um, you know, looking after people and working in our community and bettering the lives of those less vulnerable. We're talking to Lucy in part two of her story about life growing up as a First Nation child in Australia. So what exactly do you do now? So right now um, I'm the National RAP Coordinator, which is um, I'm writing the National Reconciliation Action Plan for the Salvation Army. Um, it's a national document that um, helps us to guide us how to engage better with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples and their community so uh, before we moved, moved, merged into one um, the Eastern Territory Victoria and Tasmania all had their own RAP um, and basically the RAP outlines the, the aims and objectives that the organisation wants to do um, so we are connecting well with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Um, this is a quite a big um, project because um, it's national, so this is going to cover the whole of um, the Salvation Army nationally, which is pretty exciting. Um, and I guess before COVID, it would have been even more exciting for me and my yeah. little family because I could have been travelling everywhere and yeah. having good yarns with everyone, but um, um, COVID obviously has prevented that. so. We're now going to embark on try uh, pulling out a whole heap of and encouraging many people across the Salvation Army, not only officers and employees, but volunteers and core members and anyone who's got contact or has had contact with our programs um, and ministries um, to um, participate in virtual yarning circles. Wow, I love it! Yarning circles. That's fantastic because yarn is a is from your history anyway, isn't it? Absolutely. So yeah. the yarning circle um, is a process of many Aboriginal uh, or many Indigenous cultures around the world. But for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, it was a way that we would negotiate and and it would be a part of decision making. But I guess the beauty of a circle is that there's no barriers between people yeah. that we're all equal in that space. Yeah. and I think. Duty um, of the circle that we make as Aboriginal people is that all voices are equal, um, and it was it was a it was a space a sacred space that was used and has been used, you know, to create governance, to create rules, to create um, all kinds of discussion points. But the point of the circle is that it's a safe space. Beautiful. and that people all have an equal voice what a beautiful so, theme you know in, in developing this and and preparing it and thinking how all this fit within the army I think it sits quite beautifully yeah um, because we work with the most vulnerable people and you know a lot of our aim and and goals and in working frontline is to not be superior but to be equal to others and and that we're all um, one image in God and that... So I think the circle plays a beautiful part and, and we'll, I think people will want to participate um, um, as we share voices and share opinions and, you know, discuss how we can do things better. And, um, yeah, and, and, you know, and I guess also learn more about the reconciliation process and the journey that the Salvation Army um, has been on for, for, for many years. That's Lucy's story. If you have a story to encourage others, then let us know. Email us from our website. Just search Salvos Radio. We would love to do your story on the program. Light and life. The Salvos Weekly Radio Show.